Hi, and welcome to the Hand in Hand Show, where caregivers and survivors have honest discussions about stroke. We are a part of Stroke Focus Podcasts. This is Cam, your host. Welcome, everyone, to the Hand in Hand Show, a part of Stroke Focus. Today, we're interviewing Dr. Ben Jabuni, who is with the Stroke Association Support Network, Ghana. And it's a nonprofit organization established by a small group of people in Ghana. It was established in March of 2012 by three gentlemen, one being Dr. Ben Jabuni, and we'll have him kind of tell us about the others. All the board members and management are all volunteers since its conception five years ago, and the organization focuses on nurturing grassroots community support across Ghana. Its campaigns focus on raising awareness of stroke and a growing public health issue with devastating consequences of this that happen in Ghana. So welcome, Dr. Jabuni. Thank you. So the people who started this, or who I guess are on the board of directors, and your president, I believe, tell us about, about... I guess it's uh, Reverend Dr. Emmanuel, and is it Alpha Chris? Uh, Alpha Chris, Alpha Chris. Yes, Dr. Reverend uh, Emmanuel Alpha Chris. Uh, He is the chair, and Adams Ebenezer is the director of operations. Those are really uh, the two key people in terms of uh, the day-to-day management and direction of the organization. I am not actually physically uh, present in Ghana, but I'm in regular contact with them um, as I'm president and contributing to the direction we should be going as a non-governmental, non-profit organization. Uh, So my role uh, basically is to provide, if you like, advice, support, and, and direction because I've had uh, 10 years uh, experience of working in the stroke field in the United Kingdom. Uh, I was the United Kingdom Director uh, of uh, Stroke Services, and I contributed quite significantly during that period of 10 years in establishing about 10 stroke centers throughout the UK. So I have a good track record, I believe, and I'm dedicated and committed to the cause of stroke. And it had always been my intention to to establish a, a stroke organization in Ghana because I realized that uh, the problem is, uh, the, uh, is pretty high. The prevalence is high and there are no services uh, at all really, until uh, our non-profit, non-governmental organization was established five years ago. When I was ready to do this, I explored what might what might be there already and discovered that uh, at Adams, Ebenezer, and uh, Dr. I- I- Iman, Reverend Dr. Emmanuel uh, Alpha Chris were already doing something. So I basically joined them at that time uh, to uh, establish the organization. And as I said, is now a well-legally constituted organization. It's up and running, and you have said so. Right now, we are concentrating on campaigning to raise uh, the population's awareness of uh, the risk factors of stroke. 
which is quite, quite uh, devastating and prevalent public health issue in Ghana. Well, and actually, it's that way everywhere, and raising awareness is huge. Because even here in the United States, it's just not a big, it's getting better, but awareness is, is low on the totem pole, it seems like. But how did you get involved in stroke care itself? In the, in the United Kingdom. Yes, yeah, so I, well, yeah, I came to the United Kingdom, obviously, to study after completing uh, a degree in, uh, in psychology uh, and, and after completing a doctorate in clinical psychology. I started working for the, um, the UK National Health Service. I was uh, working for about, I believe, uh, five, six years, and then uh, I lost uh, my mother to stroke. Okay. Uh, back in Ghana, back in Ghana, and uh, from that time, I decided that I would dedicate my the rest of my working life to uh, to uh, to the cause of stroke. So I started to look around in the UK to see which organisations actually do uh, support stroke survivors, and that was how I came upon the Stroke Association. Uh, of the United Kingdom. Uh, that I was very lucky at the time they were looking for a UK director uh, for its services. So I applied for it and uh, luckily I was appointed to that role. And as I said earlier, I stayed in that role for about 10 years. So you really have a vested interest as your mother had yes. had the stroke. And yes, I had, I had total commitment. Yeah. And I think that's what keeps a lot of us in this is that there is a vested interest. And when you find out how little people know, it makes it even greater. So tell us about... Yeah, go on. Yeah. So tell us about stroke in Ghana. Um, You said it's a growing health issue there. So tell us more about... Well, the, the, the services there are very patchy. Clinical services are probably non-existent, probably only in the main hospitals like the Kolobu Teaching Hospital in the capital in Accra. And I believe there is a decent uh, facility also in uh, the Akonfo Anache Hospital uh, in Kumasi. But generally speaking, if you remove these two big hospitals, and the work that uh, is carried on in these hospitals, then you will have absolutely nothing uh, at all that is going on for stroke survivors, except, of course, the work that we have started doing five years ago as the Stroke Association Support Network Ghana. If you travel up further north, uh, where you will see a large number of people who, uh, who have suffered stroke, and people are basically ignorant about what it is, they don't know what it is, and they, are still, they still have very, very uh, primitive attitudes towards the con- condition. They don't even realize that it is a condition stemming from uh, brain uh, difficulties. Sometimes some, some villagers or the uh, villagers, uh, you know, will say this is a, this is a curse by a god, uh, you know, here and a god there. So, Really, the task and the challenge is educating at the grassroots everywhere across the country, which is a 
big task, educating people about stroke, what it is, but at the same time, trying to, um, uh, to support uh, these stroke survivors by creating support groups uh, across um, across the country wherever we can we can do this, uh, and then we will also be working attempting to work closely with government uh, to encourage them to participate with us in the support for stroke survivors. So, from what I know about Ghana, it's a huge area. In some areas aren't as developed as others, is that? That's correct. Okay. And I guess it goes along with some of the villages and everything thinking this is a curse or this is something wrong with them, but they don't think that it's medical. And so I imagine, at least to me, that that's a very difficult situation to educate people about this because if they have these other beliefs, that's right. Yes, they have these beliefs, and some of these beliefs uh, can be very entrenched. The further, the further you, uh, you, the further north you go, or the further west you go, or the further east you go, you will uh, find a, a lot of ignorance. Although you will see a large number of people who uh, have uh, who are stroke survivors. So that is a huge challenge to actually dislodge uh, these beliefs. We believe that education, vigorous education, uh, which will require a great, a great deal of resources, and we don't exactly have that level of resources now, but we are determined as a small group of people to chip away, uh, starting obviously in the, in the south and working our way slowly uh, but surely using, you know, these educational techniques uh, that we are developing to bring, uh, you know, the, the population to come to events and for us to provide um, educational facilities for them and just basically encourage them to start organizing themselves into into groups uh, so that they can continue this uh, self-help education program. But of course, we realize we need money uh, to be able to achieve some of these goals. And I think raising funds and finding money uh, is a primary objective of us. Right. So how these people who have had strokes, do they actually get medical care to diagnose the strokes, no. or they actually not, not, have them? Not all, not all of them. Not okay. all, a all very right. small, a very small percentage would actually be lucky to get medical care. Some of them will get, uh, you know, will go to uh, local witch doctors or, you know, herbalists or, or whatever. Some will not have anything at all. Some will just be uh, looked after if uh, by, by by family. Uh, or cared for by family and so on. So there's uh, there's a lot of work to do. There are no medical facilities for a very large number of these stroke survivors. So I'm guessing that this is really a challenge because not only have they not uh, possibly medical care, but they are going to, as you said, like witch doctors or herbalists, and then they're also entrenched in these long-term beliefs that it's something else other than a medical condition. So do you That's do right. anything 
special in your education that kind of brings that all into it and in explaining this? Yes, we basically uh, obviously start with hospitals, even uh, in hospitals where, you know, people educated um, medically about um, about this condition. It doesn't sometimes um, have a priority and we want we want this condition to be recognized as a national uh, medical emergency. And so our education, when we uh, deliver it uh, in hospitals, we aim to emphasize and, uh, and almost draw the attention of medical staff, nursing staff, to the condition which they may not have uh, regarded as, as a priority for them, although they will actually have uh, stroke survivors uh, within their midst in the hospital. So let's move on to Stroke Awareness Month. Tell us about how you all are promoting this. We have developed uh, painting strategies, and uh, we uh, travel to villages around the, the southern part of Ghana. We haven't gone to, to the Midlands yet. We are concentrating our efforts around the southern part of Ghana, the eastern part, uh, basically south, southeast, and southwest. And this is where our campaigning is focused. The campaigning is really, if you like, go to villages, meet groups of uh, people, communities, uh, where uh, we have stroke survivors, and uh, basically talk to them about stroke, uh, the risk factors of, of stroke. Talk to them about um, how to li- uh, how to uh, uh, recognize uh, stroke when it happens. Uh, talk to them about uh, and what to do if if they can do anything at all. And talk to them about um, uh, how to. Uh, prevent stroke in the first place by engaging in, you know, uh, healthy eating habits and so on. And and that is where the risk factors come into play when we educate uh, these local people. So I'm I'm thinking that because of hospital access and stuff, they may not even know that they have risk factors. So they may not no, know about yeah. high blood pressure or cholesterol or diabetes or or different no, they, 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 like many, that. many, many, many may not, many will not know, uh, and this is, uh, and, and they are, they are obviously surprised when, when uh, we tell them about all these things, uh, uh, which uh, they should watch uh, uh, out for uh, uh, if they are to continue to remain healthy. So, what about all of this is important to you? Is it? educating physicians and healthcare providers? Is it educating the public? Is it, what part of it is most important, do you think, to you? Or the, I mean, the most, I just, yeah, at this point in time, the most important uh, activity for us is basically campaigning to raise awareness of, um, of the population uh, um, across Ghana uh, of the risk factors of stroke uh, and what stroke actually is. That's one thing. The second thing is we then want to be able to provide uh, support uh, services 
to those who you know who who have survived stroke. Uh, that's that's the second thing because our purpose really as an organization um, it, um, include speaking up for stroke people uh, and trying to secure. Uh, medical services, adequate medical services for them. So we do a lot of advocacy work in that respect. We want to, and we provide information. We want them to have good comprehensive information on stroke. So we spend uh, a lot of time. We've got leaflets and booklets and so on, uh, translated sometimes in, in other languages, uh, local languages, for stroke survivors, their families and carers. So, and then, of course, as I said earlier, education uh, and prevention is something we also uh, do. Uh, so all those things are, are important to us uh, as we go forward. Advocacy, information provision, education and prevention, and supporting stroke survivors and their families. So how do people get a hold of you? Is there a website or a phone number? Or Yes, yes, we've got a website and there's a phone number. We also run events uh, uh, once every year and promote the events very, very widely. Encourage uh, uh, school, uh, loads and loads of school children usually participate in these events and spread the word. So promotion is very, very important. That's, and that's what we do. And that's how we send word out to the general public about our activities. Uh, I think we are also developing the habit now of speaking to the media and using the media as an in- instrument uh, uh, for communicating uh, who you know we are and what we do. So if anybody wants to um, get in touch with you, they can go to your website. They can go to our website, yeah, and they will... Support Network Ghana. Yes. That and then find you all. They can find. Yeah, they can find us and they can find uh, what we do, where we do it, and basically what we stand for, our purpose and vision, and so on. And I'm guessing they can find out about events there also. That's right. They do. They. They. If they. They're all events uh, that we are planning are uh, usually uh, uh, put on the website, posted on the website. Okay. I guess my last thing is, what is it you would like people to know about you or your organization? Well, uh, I mean, we are basically an organization that is striving to. We are punching uh, above our weight, basically, and by that I mean uh, we've got a group of people, a very, very committed people, small group of people who are doing you know, an excellent work, work uh, for which they are not paid. Uh, we want people where, you know, everywhere, and we really want to achieve this in Ghana as well, to be members, to be, sign up and become members of the Stroke Association Support Network Ghana. And by becoming a member, that uh, we hope will help us uh, to raise the profile and awareness, and in doing so, also help us raise funds uh, to really uh, um, take our work um, to the levels that we want uh, to take it uh, in Ghana. Well, I appreciate the fact that 
um, your group is working without pay, that it's all volunteer, it's all, you all are very committed. I appreciate that, that you all are doing this and that you're working so hard to see that um, in Ghana, that, that especially that people learn that what stroke is and, and what it does to people and, and the, the different risk factors and, and signs and symptoms and all of this, um, because I, I think that's huge. No matter where you are, there's yeah. a lot of people that still don't know these. That's right. That's right. So, Dr. Jabuni, I thank you so much for being with us today. And I hope you come back to us again and maybe we can promote maybe one of your events or we can talk more about what you do because this is a great step for anyone trying to promote and using our podcast here as kind of a introduction to themselves or what their group does or whatever. But um, thank you for being with us. I really appreciate it. And I hope everyone who listens learns something about what's going on in the stroke community in Ghana. Thank you very um, much, too. Thank you for having me. Um, It's uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a wonderful, uh, obviously, experience uh, uh, for me to be able to, uh, if you like, thank you very much for inviting us to, to participate in this exercise. This episode of Stroke Focus was brought to you by Sarah Belson. Sarah is the International Development Manager of the World Stroke Organization. And Sarah gives advice to people around the world who would like to set up and grow patient stroke support organizations. These organizations are vital in raising awareness about stroke risk factors and signs. They're helping people in the community in their life after stroke. To learn more about patient stroke support organizations around the world, visit the World Stroke Organization's website at www.world-stroke.org. And to hear stroke survivor and support stories, visit the blog at www.worldstrokeorganization.blogspot.com. Dot com.